You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, we're back for another one with November in the books. Looking forward to the home stretch, the last chapter in 2022 for investor investors and for everybody else, quite frankly. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I'll tell you what, we finished December. I'm sorry, we finished November with a banner day. The NASDAQ was up more than 4.5%, S&P up more than 3%. This all comes on the heels of Jay Powell's statement on the 30th of November, last day of November, essentially suggesting that it's time for the Fed to slow down on its interest rate increases. Now, we don't have clarity exactly on what their terminal rate is, right? How high they're going to go. We've talked about this before. But it looks like we're starting to see the effects of, of the tightening and higher rates, which is helpful, and markets responded pretty seriously. Uh, in no, Just landing and finishing in November, the Dow was actually the leading index up more than five and a quarter percent. S&P was up a little bit more than five and a half. NASDAQ up more than four, and, and small caps were up more than two. Interestingly, though, don't look now, but the Dow which is just an index of 30 industrial stocks, right? It's not a great measure of everything, but it's what many people view as the stock market. Over the last, over, From the end of November last year to the end of November this year, the Dow is down just a little bit more than a percent and a half over the last 12 months. Did you know that? No, of course not. No, I mean, maybe you didn't know that, but most people didn't know that. Because it's been a, a hellish year. And I will say the S&P 500 over the last 12 months, which is a better measure, is down more than 12%. And the NASDAQ, the tech-heavy index, is down more than 26.5%. So it's not all good. But it's not all bad either. And we're seeing a pretty, pretty strong comeback as we've gone through October and even into November. November was flat for a little while. Uh, but this last huge day kind of finished out in a very big way. I mean, a uh, four and five percent comeback over thirty days is that's a continuation of the rebound that we got in October. And what that really, I think, does is it creates the question of seasonality, right? We've gone through this before, and for almost every single kind of outlet looks at things and says, "Well, after a midterm election, stocks rebound in the fourth quarter. It's best of the year. September is usually the weakest." I mean, we know all these kinds of things. That is seasonality. The cadence that comes, uh, that markets have, whether it's early in the year, sell in May and go away is another seasonality kind of acronym that, that or not acronym, but kind of saying that, that investors have used over a long time. And so what we want to talk about is the seasonality and whether it supports a December rally this year, because I'm not alone in looking forward to stocks delivering some holiday cheer this year and a potential December rally or even Santa Claus rally, which comes kind of in between Christmas and New Year's. For some investors, depending on how you are, that could take your losses from double-digit losses this year to single digits or from high single digits to low single digits. That's not too bad of a hole to dig out of for 2023. And so uh, hope is not an investing strategy, of course, but I think December has given reason for people to be hopeful a little bit. So let's take a look a little bit, just quickly here, 
at what clues seasonality data actually give us for stock market performance. So we're not just relying on hope because it turns out that while historically December has been a very strong month for stocks, in recent years, the trends have actually been a little bit weaker and a December rally has often failed to actually appear following a difficult year for stocks. As we finish off a difficult year, December doesn't get us out of that uh, negativity, if you will. So looking back historically to 1950, December has been the strongest month as measured by the proportion of positive monthly returns. It beats out the next best month, which is April, with almost 4% more positive occurrences. It's 70, positive 75% of the time. I'll link to some of the LPL charts uh, that show this so you can see that December is up more often than any other month, followed by April. But if you look at the average returns by month dating back to 1950, December is actually the second strongest month with an average return as Jeff of just over one and a half percent. So um Positive more often, but not as strong even when it is positive. Over the same time period, only November actually has a higher average gain of almost 1.7%. But that's a pretty wide, I mean, that's 70, more than 70 years of data here. And, and one could argue that while, you know, as human beings, we probably haven't changed a whole lot in 70 years, markets kind of have and have, have developed and kind of grown and changed. And so if we break out this data that I was just relaying to you over the same time period, um, the, the, this over, if we look at the data and shorten the time period, the, the December returns have actually been waning. Uh, there's only been average gains of 0.9 and 0.5% when we look at December over the last 20 and 10 years. So you can see, um, we are trending in a, in a direction where December is not as strong as it is, as the data suggests, if you look at a 70-year stretch here. So it actually puts December, if we shorten up that time frame that we're looking at December, it puts December firmly in the middle of monthly performance rank, rankings over those time periods. July is actually the strongest month over the last 10 years. Now, we've talked a lot about seasonality as it relates to midterm election years, and midterm Decembers have typically actually been a little bit weaker than an average December, but still with a strong 1.2% average gain dating, again, back to 1950. The more recent midterm data shows a similar pattern as before with weaker recent December performance than the longer-term history here. Actually, recent midterm Decembers have been negative on average with midterm year Decembers since 2002 seeing declines of 1.3 and 1% on average uh, since 1.3% since 20, uh, 2002, a loss of 1% on average since 2012, going back the last 10 years. So uh, that gets you thinking, okay, is there are Santa Claus rallies still a thing here? Are we, are we still doing this? Can we use this hope of Santa Claus rally here in December as a strategy starting to look less and less like that might be so. A December rally have, has also often failed to appear when the rest of the year has been bad for stocks. And of course, we've seen that year to date here with 2022. Um, you know, I was I started this by giving you the 12 month rolling number, but this you don't need 
to watch markets every day to know that it's been a bad year for stocks, no matter what index you're looking at. So if stocks have been down, when I like when we're talking about stocks, we mean the S and P 500. When stocks are down more than five percent over the first eleven months of the year, then December has, on average, been around flat. With the average December seeing progressively worse average performance when the rest of the year has seen seen bigger drawdowns for stocks. So if we've got a negative tone going for the entire year, that doesn't really change as you reach those last four weeks. A decline of more than 15% from January to November, which is what we've seen this year, has on average seen December follow suit, really, and in the month down by 1.4%. Again, I'll... I'll link in the show notes to the charts uh, showing some of this, and you can kind of see the average, how it changes as we change the time periods that we're looking at this. So longer-term seasonals are supportive for stocks in December if we go all the way back in the S&P 500 to 1950. But as we kind of covered here, and and the presidential cycle is as well, but shorter-term seasonals, meaning if we're looking at the data in the last 20 and even 10 years, it kind of warrants some caution that the December rally may not actually be in the cards here. And we might have to wait until 2023 to get back to all-time highs. You know, we finished November on a massive, massive one-day rally. And it shows also that all of this isn't just seasonal, but it is actually, I mean, most of November's gains came on the last day of the month, right? So it shows that, Seasonality matters, uh, and even negative seasonality may matter like we covered here today, but it all hinges on the actual information that we're looking at. What's going on with the labor market? What's going on with inflation? What is the Federal Reserve doing with interest rates? How quickly are they raising them? What's the terminal rate? When are the beatings going to stop on these rates? And frankly, when is a recession coming? Has it been priced in yet? So those are some, those are real factors, you know, relying on the changing of the seasons and the monthly averages for the last handful of years. Um, I mean, they help to guide, but as they say, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, it rhymes. And so we might get some similarities, but I don't think we can just because the S&P 500 has been good since 1950 in December, uh, we can't rely on that for our investment strategy. And so as we look forward to this next four weeks here in December, um, I think if we get some some good returns. It's not going to be because season out because of seasonality. It's going to be because the Federal Reserve, when they meet in the middle of the month, is going to be more dovish than maybe some people expected. Perhaps we see more signs of inflation beginning to slow. A lot of December data as we finish out the year. And then we're going to get into January, of course, of 2023 and start getting earnings reports and see if that's changed as well. So lots of stuff coming down the pike. I think seasonality is an interesting subject, uh, but it just doesn't tell the story. Just like the old sell in May and go away uh, axiom doesn't actually come out uh, when you when you apply the numbers to it. Um, this Santa Claus rally, December seasonal stuff may not actually flesh out here either. So I'm going to leave it right there. If you have questions about your portfolio as we finish out the year or get into 2023, you can email us at info at FordFG.com or you can talk to your Ford Financial Group financial advisor. If you're looking for a second opinion on what you're up to, of course, reach out to us and we'd be happy to take a look for you. I'm going to leave it there. My name is Brian Ullman. I look forward to talking to you in the next one. 
The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.